Our gospel reading today is from the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 5, verses 1 through 12. When he saw the crowds, he went up to the mountain. And after he sat down, his disciples came to him. Then he began to teach them, saying, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for the kingdom of heaven is theirs. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Blessed are the humble, for they will inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they will be shown mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called sons of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted because of righteousness, for the kingdom of heaven is theirs. You are blessed when they insult you and persecute you and falsely say every kind of evil against you because of me. Be glad and rejoice, because your reward is great in heaven, for that is how they persecute the prophets who were before you. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. So I have to take a deep breath on this sermon. I, I sat with this one for a while because it's been one of those weeks. Sometimes I, I look through social media just scrolling to get my mind off things and I think there's no way everything is this perfect in the world. A few years ago, the, the hashtag blessed was trending with people posting pictures of how their lives are great. Messages of how shiny and great their lives is, how hashtag blessed they are. How are you so happy and blessed? I have often wondered about the reality of such things. Is this more truth or is this fiction? And then I see updates that break my heart, a pastor's heart breaking. This week, realities of life, tragedy, sorrow, pain, and hurt. Anyone who has made it through this gauntlet of a week and seen devastation among four different families in this community this week knows the realities firsthand. Death after death, funeral after funeral, incredible tragedies in our very midst. Families who have lost fathers, sons, brothers, cousins, uncles. Our family was up to four families, four different families in our family prayer time at night this past week. Four different families encountering unspeakable realities that we prayed for. Sleep was hard to come by this week. This, this is the broken reality in which Jesus speaks the Beatitudes, the blessed reality. This is the only reality in which Jesus speaks. Jesus openly acknowledges that our world is full of painful things. C.S. Lewis once referred to the Beatitudes as the sledgehammer of truth that knocks us from our 
fictitious realities in this world. The sledgehammer of truth that knocks us from our fictitious make-believe worlds of everything being wonderful all the time. The reality in which Jesus proclaims these things is a broken reality. The hashtag that blessings that Jesus gives is a series of blessings that nobody would want or desire. Blessed are the poor in spirit. Blessed are those who mourn. Blessed are the humble. Blessed are the hungry. Blessed are the persecuted. Blessed are the insulted. If you ask anyone who is hungry or persecuted or insulted or poor in spirit or in deep mourning, this is a reality that they do not want. And yet Jesus says, they are blessed. I don't see anyone posting a, an image on social media with the hashtag blessed of somebody insulting them or being hungry. But Jesus does not dismiss our reality with meaningless platitudes. He acknowledges our broken condition. He acknowledges us where we are in life. He acknowledges the realities that, that nobody else wants to point out. There are four needs, four attitudes, and one reaction in the Beatitudes. Our needs, an impoverished spirit, mourning, meekness, and hunger. Our attitudes, mercy, purity, peacemaking, and righteousness. The world's reaction is persecution. John Stott calls these things our privileges and responsibilities as Christians. I don't know what to make of that description. I, I wrestled with that for a while, what to make of the description that these things are privileges. I'm not sure I see mourning as a, as a privilege. However, what I do see is that, that Jesus is taking our reality for what it is right now, our broken reality, and intimately connecting it to the kingdom of God. This is the struggle, my friends. This is the struggle. Seeing our present reality as plainly and as painfully as it can be and acknowledging that somehow present in these circumstances, somehow present in the ultimate tragedy of life, in these broken realities of our life, there is connected to it a different truth, God's truth. So when Jesus states, blessed are those who mourn, He doesn't stop there. The mourning is not the end of the truth. Jesus completes the reality into God's kingdom. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted by God. And He declares it to be so. That somehow in the midst of our most painful realities, we can face the truth that is beyond that reality. That no matter how bad it is, and no matter how difficult the gauntlet is, and no matter how awful things are, we can proclaim loudly and boldly that we will be comforted. The kingdom will come. All of these Beatitudes proclaim realities and truth. Both external truth and circumstances in our broken world and the eternal and internal truth that we hold on to. The kingdom of heaven is already ours. There's no earning it, just living in it. 
And this is worth remembering. Christianity is not that shiny, picture-perfect life of hashtag blessed. It is messy and painful reality of truth in which God breaks into our fiction. There is real suffering. No matter what reality we are going through, Jesus acknowledges it and goes through it with us. I can't help but think as I was finishing this sermon of the word from Romans that Paul speaks in Romans 8. I'm going to read them to you today. If you want to turn with me to Romans 8, 35 through 39. Who can separate us from the love of Christ? Can affliction or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or danger or sword? As it is written, because of you, being, or you, we are being put to death all day long. We are not counted as sheep to be slaughtered. No, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor rulers, nor present things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor anything else created thing will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. The reality is that there is pain. But the reality of God's kingdom, the, the truth of God's kingdom, is that, that these sufferings and these pains will be comforted, will be healed, will be restored through Jesus Christ. Amen. <music>